0: Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up Bruins fans and welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm your host Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, October 12th, 2020. For those of you up here in Canada, it is Thanksgiving, and I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope you are all able to enjoy the holiday despite the unique circumstances that we find ourselves in here in 2020 with the ongoing. COVID-19 pandemic please uh, stay safe be wise and take care of yourselves and each other for sure for those of you in the states or elsewhere I hope you're all having a great Monday and just off to a great start for the week now again I said my name is Ian McLaren you can find me on twitter at Ian C. McLaren or Instagram speaking of Instagram the podcast is now there as well Locked on Boston Bruins. On Twitter, the show can be found at LO underscore Boston Bruins. For those of you tuning in for the first time, I'm a former news editor at The Score where I covered all things hockey for about five years, been writing about hockey for probably double that, maybe even three times that looking back, and have been a Bruins fan since basically I could understand the game of hockey. And it's a great joy to talk about this team every single day on this podcast. And if you are not yet subscribed, please hit that button so that each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your Apple device, Spotify feed, Google, which I think is now going to be YouTube music. I don't know how that's working, but Pocket Cast is what I use. If you could download, listen, enjoy rate and review. That would be very, very much appreciated. I think that's everything by way of introduction. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about the Craig Smith signing, the fallout from Tory Krug signing with the Blues, as well as Taylor Hall passing and signing with the Buffalo Sabres of all teams. But let's begin again with that Craig Smith signing, the 31-year-old winger signed a three-year deal with the Boston Bruins worth $3.1 million per season, so 9.3 total. A very good deal for a player with a proven track record of goal scoring. He's an analytics darling, success at 5-on-5, which the Bruins desperately, desperately need. And Patrice Bergeron needs to be credited with helping reel him in. Craig Smith said, After the signing, that he has a lot of respect for Bergeron, especially his game, doesn't know as personally, and the first time they talked was actually on a Zoom call that Bergeron jumped on in order to entice Craig to join the Bruins. That was the first time they've talked, but the way he discussed the team and where they're at and the manner that he carried himself throughout the phone call was impressive to Smith. He said, as a player, I've played a little while now, and it's definitely attractive to hear a guy talk about his team like that and how much passion he has for his city and the love he has for his teammates. That's something I want to be a part of. Smith spent his entire nine-year career with the Nashville Predators, scoring at least 20 goals in five of those seasons. He's a Wisconsin native, and he will no doubt bring that secondary scoring that the Bruins have desperately needed over the last few years. Likely to slot in with Charlie Coyle on the third line, which could be a very impressive unit for the Bruins. He could also play with uh, David Krejci on the second line with Andre Kasha bumping down to the third line. Smith said, just looking at the lineup and playing against that team... When we played Boston, it's a team that had my full attention with that first line, David Pasternak, one of the best lines that I think I've ever played against, he said. To get to be able to work with those guys as far as the team and where I'm going to fit in, I have to come in and earn that and earn the respect from the guys. Who I play with will sort it all out. Just excited to be part of the group, be able to chip in any way possible. I'm going to be there for it. I'm excited and willing just ecstatic to get there and get to work. So now all of a sudden the Bruins are pretty strong on the right side. They have brought in Andre Kasha, who we didn't get to see much of obviously because of the COVID-19 break and his late arrival at the return to play training camp, but that should not diminish what kind of player he is and what he can bring to the table. With him and Smith coming in behind Pasternak you have Jack Stanika who could possibly step in as well on that right side. Chris Wagner still around, obviously. Uh, very, very exciting to see the Bruins address those desperate needs. And I really think that up front, they look a lot deeper and better than they did just a few weeks ago. Smith drafted in the fourth round, 89th overall in 2009. Posted career highs in goals, 24 and points, 52 in 2013-14. But again, he's scored 20 goals in four of the next five seasons, 162 goals, 330 points in 661 games. Smith said there were a number of opportunities that he looked at on the open market. Said nothing but good things to say about Nashville, but he said it was time for him and his wife to move on. Different things he looked at, like I mentioned, the team, organizations, the people that they're working with. Boston had a big part to do with it. His wife loves the city, always had a soft spot for it, and there were big boxes that they wanted to check off, and the Bruins met those needs. Don Sweeney said of pursuing Smith, that 5-on-5 scoring, that has been a huge issue for the Bruins, and five out of the last seven years, he's top 20 in five-on-five goals. Sweeney said everybody advertised him as an absolute professional, a true right-winger, volume shooter. We felt all along that depth scoring has to be there. It dried up this year in the playoffs and was a real factor for us in the previous year. Craig touched an awful lot of boxes to plug that hole with. Again, with Pacerak and Kasha already slotted in on the right side, Smith could be a natural fit alongside Coyle on Boston's third line. Uh, Smith said he and Coyle played against each other quite a bit when he was back in Minnesota. That's Coyle, of course. They don't know each other personally, but Smith likes his game, likes the way he skates, and he has a big, strong body, can make plays. He has watched him for the last couple of years, and he said it would be great to get an opportunity to play with Coyle, but he just wants to come in, feel like part of the team, find his spot, and again, on the right side, the Bruins do have a very good look now with Pasternak, Kasha, and Smith on that right side, um, and it should definitely be an upgrade over what they were deploying recently um, and yeah, very good signing. If you looked at their reaction on Twitter, you saw a lot of analytics people just praising it, uh, not only for what Smith brings to the table, but also the fact that the Bruins were able to sign him for only 3.1 million per season. Uh, he's a possession player, a volume shooter, didn't get a lot of offensive zone starts even, and was still was able to produce at five on five. And again, that was a huge problem for the Bruins the power play was stacked loaded very successful but scoring at even strength really did them in or a lack thereof and Craig Smith should certainly help in that regard so uh, a great signing by Don Sweeney there to be sure now before we get to the Torrey Krug fallout what's next for the Bruins let's talk for a moment here about Bilt Bar Built Bar is quite simply the best tasting protein bar out there. I've had several and I can't even begin to pick my favorite uh, flavor. Each bar is covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew and just a delicious snack to carry you through your workday. Having said that, they're also very healthy for you. High in protein, high in fiber, low sugar, and just exactly what you need to get through the workday as a bit of an energy boost as well as a delicious treat. Now right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, you can get 20% off your next order. That's promo code Locked On for 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Just log on to the website, pick and choose the bars that you want, the flavors that are most tantalizing to you. And again, 20% off when you use promo code LOCKEDON. Talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. We try to brush it off or make excuses, but really what we want is to be able to address it in a safe and discreet manner. And that's exactly what you can do with Roman. They're here to get you the advice you want and the help you need with no shame. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Just go to GetRoman.com and complete an online visit. And you can connect with a doctor to take care of this issue. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOn to get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOn for up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash LockedOn. Now Don Sweeney met with the media on Saturday to discuss the signings of Craig Smith and Kevin Miller as well as the departure of Torrey Krug, ongoing negotiations with Zdeno Chara and some other irons that he has in the fire. He said following the signing of Smith that he is exploring all avenues of both free agency and through trade to improve the club. He said, I'm not going to tell you that he has something on the burner necessarily, but he did address an area that they needed with Smith. They're looking for some internal competition to continue to bubble up and have several young players in that mindset, and that's healthy for the group overall. He did admit that he had not been in touch with veteran defenseman Alex Pietrangelo, who's expected to sign with the Las Vegas Golden Knights if he hasn't already. He said they didn't feel like adding to the right side was the best fit for the club. They respect the player, an elite NHL defenseman, but that's not discussions that they've had. So Alex Pietrangelo was not on the Bruins' radar, despite cries to kind of uh, poach him from the Blues as retribution for their signing of Tory Krug. He didn't specifically address Taylor Hall, but he said... Uh, they were engaging the interest with other players to see if they were a fit. Now, speaking of Hall, actually, we'll get to him here in a moment because uh, I'm still not really sure what that guy's thinking. Anyways, in terms of Tory Krug, who signed a seven year deal worth $6.5 million on average with the St. Louis Blues on Friday night, Sweeney said he's not talking about players that are on other teams. In this sense, he'll leave it to the player and trust that they communicated effectively with Krug. Now, you'll know that there was some point of difference between Sweeney and Krug. Krug had said he had one offer made last year and that it was pulled off the table. Sweeney said the bottom line is that they weren't able to agree on term, they fell short on term. The Bruins were offering six years reportedly. The Blues came in with seven, same AAV, and Krug ultimately ended up signing with the Blues. He said, from a competitive standpoint and what offers we made, we were very comfortable in the position we were in and what we tried to accomplish. He said, not agreeing from a contractual standpoint is never disrespecting a player. He has full respect for Tory." He said, any player heading to the market testing the market, and finding the value they seem comfortable with. That is their entitlement. They've reached that point, and they're able to do that. So again, some points of difference. Sweeney's saying offers. Krug said there was one offer that was pulled off the table. From Don's point of view, that may not, might not be accurate, but again, it's kind of a, a he said, he said, and ultimately it's the Blues who ended up with Tory Krug of the power play which Krug of course was the quarterback of Sweeney said David Krejci moved to that unit during the playoffs so there are four players returning you have to put in a new player whether that's from internally or they continue to look outside for a player that has a similar skill set know that remains to be seen who will be quarterbacking the power play charlie mcavoy could have an opportunity to step in there matt Grizzlick's the left hand shot with a similar skill set to Tori krug sweeney said we feel comfortable that somebody is going to get a hell of an opportunity to go in and have yeoman minutes playing with four elite players in the nhl that have a lot of success on the power play so again who that will be whether it's internal or external um, someone's going to have quite an opportunity there to step up and, and rack up some points on the Bruins' power play. Sweeney said he feels fairly comfortable that the right side of the defense is strong with Charlie McAvoy, Brandon Carlo, Connor Clifton, and Kevin Miller, who is nearing full strength after a lengthy rehab. On the left side, things get a bit dicier with Zdeno Chara still yet to be resigned. Sweeney said he's had a great deal of communication with Zdeno and his agent, Matt Keeter, to make sure there is no ambiguity in terms of a desire on both sides for a return. Whatever Z decides to do, ultimately he'll tell us. We'll react accordingly to that. We have our own feelings as to where these things will go. We've certainly relayed them and will continue to relay them. Zdeno has made it pretty clear that he wants to return. The only ambiguity may be on the Bruins' part and what they might be willing to to pay him, perhaps. But Sweeney reiterated that he's an iconic player, a personality, and a leader, and things that we want to make sure that we're dealing with this with the utmost respect as we treat all our players with and communicate it as effectively as possible. Krug's departure, like I said, will... Elevate the role of Matt Grizzlick, who still needs to be resigned as a restricted free agent. And Sweeney said again, they're continuing to explore external options. We feel we have some young players, not unlike Brandon Carlo a few years ago, who can come on the scene and be effective. Did they know that Carlo was going to be able to go and play the amount of minutes right out of the gate? No, but they felt comfortable that they were going to give him that opportunity and felt that they could insulate hit and protect him. McAvoy and Brandon Carlo now have been in this league and have had tremendous amount of success. Can they carry a younger player? Is Grizz ready for an elevated role? Some of that is to be determined. Yerho Vakonainen, Jacob Borrell, John Moore, and the collection of the group is what it is at this stage. And while Sweeney continues to explore options on the open market, it might be a Uh, committee in these situations and some of the younger players are excited and ready to step up so that's kind of where the Bruins are at the moment they've added Craig Smith for that scoring help they've lost Torrey Krug are they a better team overall at this point probably not despite the fact that their forward core is now quite deep and uh, looks pretty good you know you think of um, the top line, of course, then you have DeBras, who needs to be resigned along with, uh, Krejci and Kasha, Coyle Smith with say Anders Bjork. And then you have guys still like Trent Frederick, Zach initial, Jack Stanika, who could all step in and make an impact as well. So it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. The left side perhaps could use a bit more work and that's where we might, look to add a guy like Evgeny Dadonov, who's getting uh, some mention as a Bruins target, a very talented, experienced Russian left winger who performed very well for the Florida Panthers over the last few seasons, Mike Hoffman to a lesser degree, you know, there's been calls for Tyler Toffoli, but he's a, a right hand, right winger. That's already kind of filled. Um, I'd love to see Anthony Duclair get a look from the Bruins. And so there are still options out there for help on forward uh, as well as defense. And you know, the Bruins do have some cap space yet to use. Although, again, they have to sign DeBrusque, Grizzlick, and hopefully get Zdeno Chara signed to a contract. Although it's somewhat murky as to whether the Bruins are as eager to bring him back as Chara is to resume his career. The Bruins. So that's kind of where we are at here as of Monday morning. And um, yeah, maybe a bit underwhelming for some Bruins fans at the moment. Would have liked to have reeled in a big fish. Uh, so far, hasn't happened. But I bl- believe and trust Sweeney still has some things cooking and that he's not done uh, making this team better. It's only been a couple of days. Still a long offseason, still a lot of apples to shake off the trees with other teams struggling to get under the cap. Um, So, yeah, nothing set in stone by any means, but I am encouraged by the addition of Craig Smith at the very least, and um, that's a good first step for sure. Let's finish with some headlines from around the NHL, and Taylor Hall. Shocked everyone on Sunday night by agreeing to a one-year, $8 million contract with the Buffalo Sabres of all teams. Buffalo General Manager Kevin Adams said they went into free agency, and as soon as it opened, he called Darren Ferris, who is Hall's agent, let him know they were interested, and things went from there. He made it very clear that... Uh, their group they want players that want to be here they want players that are humble and hungry want to win want to be part of something special if that didn't fit they wouldn't keep going down the road and having those conversations but Hall had an interest in being here and being part of something special and it's exciting for the Sabres now it's a one-year deal eight million dollars I would like to think the Bruins could have matched that but I think from Hall's perspective He's a taking, you know, a decent 8 million dollar contract in an uncertain economic time, and he is banking on the fact that he will thrive alongside Jack Eichel, Rasmus Dahlin, and that he will put himself in position for a bigger, better contract in a year uh, with the Sabres or elsewhere. Uh, when things hopefully start to open up a bit more and the cap goes up a touch. Hall, of course, is 29. He recorded 52 points this past season with the Devils and the uh, Coyotes. Heart Trophy winner in 2018. He has a history of playing with Ralph Kruger, who was his coach in Edmonton. Uh, Kruger said there's very few players in the world who can decide games on their own. And what he has is similar to Jack Eichel in this drive to make a difference, especially when games are on the line. So again, a very interesting and off-the-board decision made by Taylor Hall. A lot of us were hoping that he would circle back on the Bruins and maybe take a two- or three-year deal at a similar cap hit, if not a bit higher. Um, I joked on Twitter that you know playing with Jack Eichel is nice, but playoff appearances are better. I don't think he's guaranteed at all to reach the playoffs with the Sabres, but he does have a limited no trade, no move clause. And the Sabres could flip him prior to this season's trade deadline for, you know, maybe a first prospects. So even if it doesn't work out or they do decide to move on, then it's certainly something that, uh, could work out to their benefit in that way as well again alex Pietrangelo continues the visit with the golden knights it looks like he could sign with them as soon as today some of the other unsigned unrestricted free agents include the following names we have tyler toffoli like i mentioned mike hoffman uh evgeny dadnov i think the bruins should really target Sammy Vatnin could be a target for the Bruins as kind of that power play guy to fill that Krug role. Uh, Michael Granlund, Alex Galchenyuk, um, who could be a good buy-low candidate for the Bruins as well. So those are some of the top names that are out there according to NHL.com, and we'll see if uh, Don Sweeney decides to jump on any of those players here in the coming days. So that's it for the latest on the Boston Bruins. This has been Monday's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins. I thank you all so much for taking some time to listen. Let me know what you think about Craig Smith losing out on Taylor Hall, what to do on the blue line. Are we still upset about Krug? I'm not per se, but still can't get over the blues. The fact that we lost... Krug to the Blues, and then Hall decided to go to the Sabres. That's just very 2020, and um, I'm having uh, feelings about that. <laughs> that, uh, you know, just going to focus on Thanksgiving for today and be thankful that uh, we still have David Pasternak, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, David Krejci, Duke Rask, and a lot of other great players for the Bruins. Charlie Coyle, uh, who's probably my new favorite, to be honest, uh, in the mix for the future. So yeah, I hope, again, all you Canadians have a great Thanksgiving. If you're celebrating today, those of you elsewhere, please do have the best possible Monday. And i um, so thankful for all of you who listen to this podcast, even occasionally. It really does mean a lot to me that you would spend this time listening to me talk about our team and uh, interacting on social media as well, for sure. So yeah, thanks again. Take care of yourselves and each other, friends. And we will talk to you again tomorrow. Peace.